Welcome to the Warrior Project podcast. My name is Em. I'm a growth and development consultant, a wellness coordinator, and a functioning hippie. And I'm Katie. I'm a nurse, wellness junkie, and new mum trying to find her way. We talk about all things health-related, mind, body, and soul. We believe that everything is connected. So buckle up and get ready to have your mind expanded. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Warrior Project podcast. You're here with me and I have a guest, Tanvi. Hello. So Tanvi, actually, I'll let you tell a story. So I'll get Tanvi to share with you all how we know each other. Okay. I feel like it's been a few years now. Yeah, okay. actually, I think it's been like two or no, more. It's been three. Yes, three Probably years. Three, two years since I first met you. Mm. Um, oh, I thought you meant three years since I coached you. No, I would say two years since we coached, but three or more years. I think four. I think we've known each other for four years. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. Wow, time flies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, to be first, I think we first met at the gym. Yeah. Um, and I saw you training, and I was just like naturally attracted. Yeah, and then to you approached me. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I really want her to be my coach and yeah. my PT because gym was never a thing for me. Gym was something that I was never into, never interested in, and I just needed somebody to really hype me up. Yeah, I remember. And, like, you were that person for me, so that's how that's how we met, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. And then I coached Tanvi for quite a while. She put on a lot of muscle. Um, you learned a lot about nutrition and eating more because remember you weren't eating enough? Yes, I was eating very little, probably about 1,200 calories a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So expanded her knowledge on nutrition. We trained together for probably, I reckon, over a year. Yeah, nearly, nearly yeah, probably a year and a half. Yeah, a year and a half. Yeah. Um, and then Tanvi... She got a bit of an injury. Was it your wrist? I ended up with a frozen shoulder and also a um, ganglion. That's right. Ganglion. In my wrist. And so it turned out that I couldn't lift weights. I couldn't yeah. do anything with my upper body. Yeah. Um, so we were still working legs for a while. But then I thought, okay, I'm going to give Jim a bit of a break. Yeah. Go into Because we were limited. I remember I spoke to you even as well. And I, you mentioned reformer. Yes. And I said, look, I reckon you should just focus on that just do some rehab and and just focus yeah, on that. And then exactly. you did yes. and then it healed. It healed, fully healed. Yeah. Um, and now, I mean, I feel like I have all of my strength back that yeah. I had gained yeah. when I was with you, which is amazing. So Tanvi is also a pharmacist, but the interesting thing about Tanvi is not only is she like a clinical pharmacist, she's also – what would you call yourself with the essential oils, like an essential essential oil specialist? Yeah, so I would definitely call myself an essential oil expert. I yeah, I'd been, call you an expert yeah, too. I have been, I guess, using essential oils along my own health journey, which we'll get into. Um, but, yeah, I feel like they are the most powerful plant-based medicine that we have out there and mm. we just don't take, like, you know, advantage of it enough like yeah. we should. So, so we would... For the sake of this podcast and probably just truth in general is Tanvi's also an essential oil expert slash specialist. Um, in addition to that, she's also now a qualified yoga instructor and she's recently started her own coaching business, wellness coaching business as well. Yes. So I guess 
what I want you to share with everyone is, was there a sort of like a switch that went off for you or like a defining moment where you thought, do you know what? I really don't want to do pharmacy anymore. I don't want to be just a pharmacist. I actually want to transition into wellness coaching. And I know that ties in a lot with your own health journey, but Mm. what, what made you, what made you realize that you could be more than just a pharmacist? Yeah, that's just such a big question. I know, I, could, I, I know. Could go on with this answer. But I think for me, it was mostly when I would be in pharmacy day to day and I'd come home thinking, gosh, like people are taking medicines left, right, and center. I, I'm just going to interrupt you. I actually remember yes. when we were training together, you would tell me, this sort of stuff all the time like you would make comments to me and say I can't believe how much prescription medication people are taking when they realistically they could heal themselves via like lifestyle changes and essential oils some sort of holistic health I remember you talking about that years ago yes so yeah continue exactly so you know I would see like all ages from like 10 years old to you know 60 70 plus but you know people are sometimes obviously you aren't on medication that you need to be on which Mm. you know by all means is fine but then you get you know 15 year olds being on antidepressants yeah and you know adhd medications or you know um 20 year olds or 25 year olds being on cholesterol medication okay so what i'll ask you a question there interrupt you there do you attribute that to do you think that that that's a a systematic downfall within the health industry or is it something as simple as people aren't being diagnosed properly maybe gps aren't are just addressing the symptoms rather than the root cause or like what what do you attribute that to do you know i think as society we want quick fixes yep and we think quick fixes are what's going to you know long term heal us or make us better yeah but in actual fact when and and yes by all means you know there are some doctors out there some healthcare practices that just want to get you in and out yeah and see you really quickly and not actually get to the root cause of things and that's our problem we don't get to the root cause of things we just treat the symptom that's just you know, slightly on the surface, almost like when you think of an iceberg, Mm. there's a little tip on the surface, but what's going on on the actual bottom of it? Yeah. We never look into these things. And yeah, sorry. Do you, do you almost think it's just interesting as we're talking about Tanvi's story, I'm getting all these questions intuitively that I'm wanting to bring up. Do you think that, so what you mentioned about that, you you know, it's a lot of quick fix stuff. The doctors potentially want you know, people to go in and out a lot of the time, the medication is for symptomatic reasons. Do you feel like majority of society relies too heavily on GPs and doctors and air quote healthcare professionals when in fact they should be taking control of their own health and potentially taking more responsibility for their own self-healing? Like, do you think that maybe there's just not enough people that are wanting to investigate and explore their own body? A hundred percent. Yeah. Something that I also teach my coaching clients, um, and we go deep into, you know, self-awareness and self-connection and looking at how the different signs and symptoms in your body 
uh, are, you know, coming up are showing up and what they're actually telling you. Yep. So, you know, when you once, when you, when you start to become aware of these things, then you start to notice, okay, wow, this is what I need. This is what my body needs. It's not about going to the doctors, getting a prescription for antibiotics, yeah. getting a quick fix because yeah, short term, that's probably going to be okay. But then what happens when you keep on going on antibiotics over and over and yeah. over again? Yeah. Right. And we've had this conversation where something like just as simple as taking antibiotics, maybe you know, a year in a row Mm. where you're on and off, on and off, you're depleting your entire gut microbiome. That's just a simple example. Your gut microbiome is related or like properly connected. And the science behind this, Mm. where your gut microbiome is related to your mental health, to your skin health, to your hormone health to everything that's going on within the body. Well, everything's connected. Everything's isn't connected. Isn't it? Yeah. Everything's connected. And so that's what we don't realize always, you know, that oh, we think oh, we're treating this one thing, but then really you're causing like another knock on five things in your body as an effect. The thing that I actually find interesting about Tanvi is that so if you if I'm to so I'm going to give you guys an example of so I tend to get advice from Tanvi. Like Tanvi is one of the people that I'm like, okay, I'm going to ask Tanvi if there's an oil for that or I'm going to ask Tanvi this question. I feel like if you were to compare Tanvi's coaching, say, to mine, I'd say that they're quite similar and reflective. So, you know, for example, if someone's coming to me with an eating disorder, which is something I've overcome, and they're talking about binging, um, restriction, things like that, it's the same thing. That's often, quite often, that's symptomatic of something else. I'm like... So they'll say to me, oh, I've been going to a psychiatrist to try and take a medication to deal with the binging urges. And I'm like, okay, well, that's not actually solving anything because the binge urge, that's just symptomatic of something else. And to be honest, majority of the time, it's related to something like self-worth, low self-esteem, poor stress management, um, feeling like they don't know who they are, not wanting to feel a certain emotion, all of the above. Um, And so I feel as if with Tanvi, her knowledge is quite extensive with regards to, so we'll get to actually, we might jump over to that. So my experience is very deep and vast with regards to overcoming severe mental illness. Tanvi's experience is very in-depth with regards to overcoming severe gut issues. Mm. And Tanvi touched on it before, but I feel like a lot of people don't actually realise how important gut health is with regards to physical health, mental health, emotional health, everything in general. So we're probably sidetracking with this, but there's so much to talk about. So I want to expand on something that you said earlier, yep. just about the eating disorders and how it's yep. relating to your self-worth and, yep. you know, everything that's going on within the self. And that also then connects to the trauma that you may have experienced, yeah. right? Like all of that yep. is an effect yep. of what has what, what have you experienced, yeah. whether it's in your childhood, in your past life, in as you were growing up. Like yeah. what is it that you've experienced that has led to that moment? Yeah, that's right. Of you feeling like 
you're not enough or if you're feeling like you hate the way you look. And that's how deep you've got to get. This is what people don't realize. When you're like fruit, like when you're doing the weeding at home, you're not just pulling the, like you have to pull the weed out at the root. And I feel like a lot of people feel like it's either too uncomfortable, too much effort, will take too long in order for them to unpack. Because that's what it is essentially. You're unpacking years of behavior, what's caused the behavior, and then you're going right back into something that you experienced as a child, something that you went through even through your adult life. And a lot of the times your trauma manifests in ways that are either subconscious or conscious and a lot of the time we don't even we don't even realize or we don't even want to look at it um and I think that's what's so important about the work that not only myself but Tanvi does is whenever I have this goes back to when uh, an example I was going to use whenever I reach out to Tanvi so even though Tanvi and I stopped working together we stayed friends and quite often you know, Tanvi and I can have quite in-depth, complex conversations about lots of things related to growth and development, spirituality, all all things like that. But if there's ever anything related to my gut or my skin or anything physical, one of the main, and this is a spin out, so before I go to the doctor, I'll message you. So quite often... I'll message Tanvi and say, hey, Tanvi, this physical thing has just come up. These are my symptoms. I don't actually know what's going on, blah, blah, blah. And recently, over Christmas, actually, I experienced um, a personal physical ailment that was temporary. And I reached out to Tanvi about it. And Tanvi's first response was, okay, what's going on in your life? Like, are you a bit stressed or, and I was like, oh, I don't know if I am. But then the more I chatted to her, Tammy was like, oh, wow, like that's pretty hectic. Like, I think that you're stressed. And it wasn't until I actually let myself feel everything that I was going through and acknowledge that I was feeling stressed and just continued to breathe and do my breath work and manage my stress better. It went away within a week. Um, but I did have to take medication. That's the thing. It wasn't something that was just going to go away on its own. And that's where I think, and you can probably agree, that's where I think modern medicine can potentially have a place because I think if we didn't have access to that, it would have gone away, but I think it would have been a bit more painful and it probably would have taken longer. Yeah. So, we've talked a lot about like natural health. So this is, I think, which might be interesting for people to listen to. So if someone is experiencing something physical, how can they assess whether it's coming, whether it's a symptom of something that is coming from say stress or something like that? So how can people assess, okay, this is something I can manage on my own or, okay, this is something I need medication for or, okay, do you know what? I might need a combination of both. Mm. So how can people determine that? I love, 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 love this question and yeah. talking about this because just like how we were on the topic of trauma, when you've experienced any kind of trauma in your life, and it could be as simple as, you know, being in a car accident, but you're not having to, um, you know, you're not 
healing from that or it could be as bad as like you know abuse at home or whatever it might be yeah any kind of trauma it will manifest in your spiritual body Mm. and in your spiritual body you know you might um feel certain things but you might not be aware of it yeah and then it starts to manifest in your emotional body now this is where your emotions can feel out of whack and you know Mm. we talked about self-worth and self-esteem and your confidence and all of that being affected and then these kind of things start to manifest in the physical body and this is the body that you're currently in so if you've say for example been in an accident a long time ago and all of a sudden you experience pain pain that just comes out of nowhere you don't understand why it's there Mm. you need to assess that like really becoming self-aware is the key and you and the thing is sometimes being that self-aware needs a bit of support Mm. it needs a bit of guidance needs a coach or something around along the way you can't Mm. always do it on your own Mm. But having that self-awareness and asking yourself, being curious about it and saying, okay, where could this possibly be coming from? What if it's something like you wake up with like a sty on your eye randomly? Yeah, okay. So something like that, it could also be, um, and, and this is where... Because like, that's inflammation, yeah, essentially. Correct. A, yeah. bit of, of, a lot of this yoga knowledge mm. comes into play as well. So when we're like really highly stressed and we're working on adrenaline a lot, um, our body is go, 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 go. Mm. And what's really happening in your body is you're causing inflammation. So Mm. not like visible swelling. That's not what I'm talking about, but I'm Mm. talking about inflammation within the body, which is then, you know, dampening your immune system. Okay. So can you just clarify that even for me and listeners? So when you say inflammation within the body, do you mean like, our essential organs are getting inflamed or like what's an example yeah okay so when we talk about inflammation in the body so say for example all of a sudden you might experience um varying toilet habits right so one day bowel movements movements. one day your gut is fine the next day you're like oh my god like you know that feeling when you're going in for an exam or something like that you're saying a speech or you've got like your gut is like all over the place and you're like oh my god i think i need to go to the toilet so that can be back and forth um inflammation sometimes you don't even recognize it to be honest it could even just be simple as joint pain it could look like you feeling sick so sometimes you're a cough and cold comes out of nowhere mm. and you wonder oh my gosh like i'm i've been well the sun's out yeah, yeah, summer. yeah like why am i getting sick and it's because your body is being constantly exposed to high stress and over time your body can't take it anymore so essentially Think of it this way, your adrenal glands, and we're going a bit deeper here, but your adrenal glands are what produce your stress hormones, your cortisol, which is what wakes you up in the morning, mm. and melatonin, which puts you to sleep at night, but they also produce adrenaline and noradrenaline. Yeah. And that's what like is almost like your fight and flight response. So it's like you're constantly running away from a tiger. I feel like people example. function off that all the time. Exactly. And it's great for short-term purposes, like, mm. you know, when you want to go say that speech or it's great to like get you hyped up or get you focused and get things done but when you're sitting in that like fight or flight response every single time yeah every single day that is when your sleep gets affected you're in constant overwhelm and so those are the Mm. signs of inflammation that you need to be looking out for as well like Mm. you know how is my sleep am i functioning okay 
Um, am I waking up tired or am I fatigued? You know, mm. um, and those are the little signs that can then lead to even things like burnout. Yeah, which then coming back from can be really, really difficult. Do you know what I feel like? I feel like with regards to all this stuff to do with, you know, being constantly in that fight or flight mode, like to be honest, a lot of my clients when I ask them, so I have a table that I assess all my clients with, which helps me to understand if they're living in their conditioning or their authenticity. Majority of the time, a lot of clients, when they first come and see me, they, when I ask them how they're breathing, if they're aware of their breathing, a lot of the time it's like shallow breathing. It's from their chest. It's like, they even if just if they're sitting they're like their heart's like going and it's like racing and i feel like when i say certain things to people when i talk to them about what my lifestyle's like and my routine and the importance of breath work the importance of meditation um the importance of self-awareness the importance of sitting with shame the importance of doing all of this personal development personal growth work i feel like a lot of people just don't want to do it why do you think that is? Because it's the easy way out. Like doing the work yep. is the hardest thing that you will do. So so they'd rather keep managing this inflammation, this constant fight or flight. You know what else I think it is? Mm. And I've explained this to a client before. I also think that I have one client who she can't actually imagine what her life would be like without chaos. So if there was no chaos and no turbulence, she doesn't know who she is. And I think a lot of people, their default is chaos. Whereas as humans, our default is supposed to be calm. That's supposed to be our natural state of being. And I think for a lot of people, that's foreign to them. So the thought of attaining that either doesn't feel possible for them or it feels unattainable or it feels foreign. And because it feels foreign, and there's a massive gap between where they are now and where they want to be, which is essentially a state of calm and mm. and being in optimal physical, emotional, and spiritual health. They don't. You're right. They don't want to do the work that's in between point A and point B, which is unfortunately shit like developing your self awareness, addressing why you have gut issues, sitting with shameful past traumatic experiences, self forgiveness, self worth, all of this stuff. It's like People are like, no, 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 I'd rather like continue hating myself because that's easy. Yeah, absolutely. And it's not like they want to do it, but they don't see another way. They yep. don't see how it's yep. possible because yep. we've you know they've lived with it for such so a long, long time. Yeah. They don't they don't know any different. Yeah. But once you start doing the work and you start experiencing the difference in even if it's like one little thing at a time, like having awareness of oh, like, you know. I, I just want to, I, this morning I, I woke up and I feel really good in my body and I'm going to take yeah. advantage of that. Like having the little self-awareness spots in your day are enough and enough proof yeah. to tell you that this work is so important. Yeah. So important. I remember, so I was bulimic for probably six or seven years and I remember... So I used to have certain foods that I would like binge and purge with. And I remember the very first time that I was able to sit by myself with a coffee and a magazine and this food that I would normally binge on and have a normal amount of it, enjoy it and be present. I literally cried and had to leave. Wow. 
because I just was like, I never, ever thought that this would be possible for myself. I never thought that I would be able to come out of the other side of what felt like the the eating disorder felt like a prison. And I felt like, okay, this is the rest of my life. I'm probably just going to have to manage it. Like I'm going to have to just somehow have to try and find a way to manage being bulimic and grow older. And you're right. I think when you experience like to someone else external, like that's something that's insignificant. But if you're experiencing it firsthand and you're able to compare it to a past version of yourself, that is very profound. And then it trickles into other aspects of your life. And I feel like people, they discount it and they discount this sort of work. But having said that, I feel like personal growth and spirituality and doing all of this sort of work and like the industry that we're trying to build a business in now, it's starting to grow a lot more. Definitely. Definitely. Um, so this is already coming to the end of like one podcast. So what I'm going to do guys is I'm going to re- stop it here and I'm going to record a part two with Tanvi and we're going to dive a little bit deeper into natural health gut health. And we're also going to talk about Tanvi's culture and how that has played a role in her defying a lot of cultural expectations within what she's doing with her life now and her career now. Um, so as usual, thank you for listening. Um, if you like this, please don't hesitate to share, subscribe, leave a five-star review. Um, you can find me on Instagram on The Warrior Project. Oh, and you can find Tanvi on Instagram under Tanvi. Word dojo. So that's W-A-R-D-O-J-O. Yeah. So T-A-N-V-I. W-A-R-D-O-J-O. Tanvi Wardojo on Instagram. But I will tag her somewhere so you guys can find her as well. Um, But thank you for tuning in and we'll see you on the next one.